This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 299, baby. Yes, we are fast approaching episode 300, which hopefully, emphasis on the word hopefully, will be out next week. My advice, as always, is don't get too excited, okay? Always keep expectations low. For episode 200, I had this huge party and it was a lot to organise. So believe me, it won't be anything like that, especially now with two children at home. Life is a bit more complicated, let's say. Anyway, as I mentioned last week in last week's episode, I recently have been also suffering from COVID. Yes, COVID still exists, apparently. And I was thinking, oh no, I haven't got a podcast for Monday. What the hell am I going to do? Because obviously I'm not organised enough to plan in in advance and organise things. Then I realised I recorded a podcast with Fabio from the Stolaroid podcast. Now, Fabio has been on Rock and Roll English before. He loves stories and he is also a really interesting guy. Just to give an example of this, he is one of the only English teachers, maybe the only one, whose social media posts I actually read okay and to give you some examples of his latest podcast episodes there is one can you fall in love with learning english Hmm, interesting can you can't you i don't know and another one which is a chat with a porn detox coach yes you heard that porn like yeah we know what that is don't we detox coach I haven't listened to that episode yet, but believe me, I am going to. So here is our conversation where we play a game with stories, okay? The game and how it works is explained in the episode. I'm calling it a story off because I love that term. Remember, if you put off at the end of a word, it means it's like a competition. So like a story competition, let's say. And in this story off, we have to come up with stories. We both do three stories. Some stories are okay, some are good, and some are bloody brilliant. I also tell one of my favourite ever stories, which is the third story I tell. So make sure you listen to that. And if you are in the Rock and Roll English family membership area, we will be having our own story off on Saturday when we meet for our weekly chit chat. But more details to follow in the Facebook group about that. If you're not in the Rock and Roll English family membership area and you would like access to more than 1000 episodes with a transcript and a chance to build relationships with people from all around the world and also me 
in English, then stop the podcast now. Click the link in the podcast description and you can find more details about how to join then. The episode is a bit longer than usual, so no vocab at the end because it's too long to look at. Again, I will do this in the family area, though. But at the end of the episode, we have a jungle listening to look at. So make sure you listen to the end to help you understand fast spoken English, also known as jungle talk. Here is the episode. Happy listening. Hello, Martin. Hello, Fabio. Nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you again after how, how many months? Do you know? Do you remember? <laughs> Yeah, I've got it written down on a calendar and I, I tick the days. So it's been 278 days. I think um, it's 275, but uh, anyway. Yeah, th there or thereabouts. Yeah. Um, so we are here today to discuss uh, something really important, right? Always. Always. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have this game, this storytelling game that I learned from a book called Storyworthy. And uh, basically, today we're going to tell one minute stories. Okay. Sounds like an IELTS exam. <laughs> in a way, in a way it is. Actually, this, yeah. is, this, this could be great for IELTS candidates. Okay. Yeah, part two speaking, mm -hmm. if anyone's interested. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> so uh, this is how it works. You're, you are going to give me three concrete nouns. We're going to give each other three concrete nouns. So okay. um, banana, for example, because th that's the first mm -hmm. thing that I see <laughs> here in my room. <laughs> it's right in front of me. Um, a pen and a glass, for example. So Okay. Objects, concrete nouns. We can't say things like happy. Love. No. Yeah. Happiness. Exactly. Fear. Okay. So three. Then we have two minutes to prepare a story. Um, We're going to edit those two minutes though, yeah? Uh, Otherwise people just have to listen to two minutes of silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to edit anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, um, and then we have one minute to tell the story. Okay, and how strict is this one minute? Is it like you you get to one minute and there's a buzzer mm. that says stop and the story has to stop? Mm. Or uh, is it on the flip side, like the IELTS speaking exam, if you only get to 30 seconds, as an examiner, you have to like move your hands to say, give me more. Is this going to happen or is it just one minute's the target? I don't know. I think we should make it strict. Otherwise, we wouldn't share a lot of stories. Or okay, yeah. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep one minute and then stop. <laughs> right. Okay. One minute and stop. Wow. Okay. I do have a timer here actually, which I'm going to use. So. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So who should start? I think you're going to have to start because you're the mm -hmm. master. I imagine you've played mm -hmm. this game before. No. It's, it's impossible. You've never played this game before. This is the first time. Well, I played once with my girlfriend, but like one round. One round. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's one one more round than me. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. So, so give me give me three concrete nouns. Three concrete nouns, okay? Mm-hmm. So I have here phone, oven, and cigarette. Okay. I'm going to choose cigarette. I'm anxious, Martin. Uh, I can imagine. That's why I said you go first, because I thought this sounds really difficult. And I don't know if I'll be able to do this. Let's see what comes out of it, because I think the stories will be quite boring or maybe even incomplete. But anyway, okay, I think I've got it. Yeah, you sure? Yeah. So one minute, three, two, one, go. Okay, I'm in Australia. It's uh, 20... 13 i've been smoking for a decade uh so i'm i'm not a heavy smoker but uh, i i smoke like 10 cigarettes a day and i'm on um, i'm working on a farm on an australian farm and i decide to stop this is the best time for me to stop smoking because um not many people are around i'm in the middle of nowhere in australia and uh it's, I think it's the best time to quit smoking. Uh, so I stop. I quit smoking for a week. And then we need to, I'm with my girlfriend, we need to leave the farm. And uh, we're going south. Um, we're going to a hostel. Backpackers. Barry Backpackers, it was called. A hostel with, I think, 80 people. 80 young people like me, I'm 20, 25, 26. When I arrive at the hostel, everyone is smoking. Like there are parties, uh, people are drinking, there's, you know, a lot of people smoking cigarettes and even other things. And uh, I'm sitting there, I'm surrounded by people from Europe, from all over the world, and they're all smoking. And I'm like, "I, I need a cigarette now. I want a cigarette. And my girlfriend says, no, you, you shouldn't smoke. You've, you stopped a week ago. If you start smoking now, you will start smoking again and you will never quit again. And I decided to follow her advice. And uh, I haven't smoked since 2013. Very nice. Very nice, very inspiring as well that you had the willpower to keep going. Um, about being strict of the time, <laughs> luckily I'm not a strict person because that was like two minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, so I passed the IELTS test then. Um. Yeah, you did. In fact, I think maybe the examiner would have done that thing that they do when in the middle of a sentence say, okay, thank you very much. I had to do the same many times. Very embarrassing. Someone's talking and you just say, okay, thank you very much. (laughs) I should do that with my (laughs) mum. Yeah. (laughs) Or my dad. Yeah, it's a a useful technique. A useful technique. But okay, I yeah, I thought you as well. I thought, okay, he's done well. And I thought he's going to have difficulty ending this story, mm. but you actually found a good a good ending to it with an inspiring mm. end. Mm. I thought it was just going to be, and I didn't smoke, and that was it. But it had more impact with the, and I haven't mm. smoked since two thousand and thirteen. Mm. Very nice. Thank you, thank you. This is actually a story that I might have now that I'm thinking about it, because sometimes I, 
I record stories on my podcast, uh, mm. but I script everything, you know. Of course. They're not spontaneous. I, I read them out. Uh, this could be a nice one. Okay, it's your mm. turn now. Okay, we've got a lot to live up to. Um, no, no. And I'm going to give you baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plain. Plain. And mug. So baby, plain, and mug. Well, I have to, I have to choose baby. Okay, let's see how this goes, okay? This is very much improvised. I'm going to use your tactic of taking you to that time. So I'm here, I'm there. I thought that was powerful as well, okay? Yeah. That's, that's actually what I learned in the book. Right, okay. Yeah. So as I always say, every day is a school day. So I've learned something from this and hopefully the listeners too. So... My first child was born six months ago. I go to England for the very first time because of that bloody thing called COVID. I wasn't allowed to go to England to see all of my family and all of my friends. So now I'm in England and lots of people want to meet my new child. But in this period... Lots of other people had babies too. Now, I'm not a big fan of babies, okay? I'm not even a big fan of mine, okay? I've got two. <laughs> I'm not even a big fan of them. And I'm certainly not a fan of other people's children, especially people I don't know that well. I'm at a party let's call it a baby party, more of a, of a gathering. And there are some people that I don't know that well. Acquaintances, let's see them. Let's call them. And I see one, my acquaintance, a female who I don't really like very much, but I, I say hello to be polite. And then she introduces me to her son, who is more or less the same age as my daughter, about six months. And at this point, her husband has the boy in his arms. And I said, hi, nice to meet you, because I wanted to be polite. And he said to me, the husband, do you want to hold him? And I was thinking, absolutely no. If there's one thing I don't want to do, it's hold your child. But because of the rules of society, you're not allowed to say that. So I then had to seem like I was really interested and said, oh, yes, please. That would be great. So he hands me the child. And again, just to be polite, I wanted to say to this child, look, I don't want to hold you. I'm sure you don't want me to hold you. So let's just stay in silence for a couple of minutes and I'll give you back. But again, the rules of society don't let you do that. So I played with him and pretended I was really, really interested. And since that day, because everyone saw me with this child, I now have developed a bit of a reputation of 
give your child to Martin. So when I do go to these events, I'm often the one having to play with children. And like I said, I'm not a fan of children, even though I have two. Okay. So the moral of the story, be miserable and don't play with children so you don't end up like me. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I liked it. So you changed, yeah, in a way. That that moment changed you. Now you've become a different person. You are the one who holds children. But but I it's a fake me though. The real me doesn't want to do this, but you must often has often has no choice. And that one particular child the parents seem to think that I really love that child and I don't. <laughs> and now it's, it's, it's too late to go back now. That's it. That's it. It's too late to go back. So I may just leave the country again and hope for COVID again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it was, it was good. It was good. Uh, you told it in the, in the present, right? I think it gives yeah, more... I, more definitely mm, uh it's like um homer simpson you know say no <laughs> say no say no yes <laughs> yeah being compared to homer simpson is quite a compliment i must admit <laughs> having the brain capacity of homer simpson yeah that's that's a new one for me something to be extremely proud of but uh well it's happened to me many times that you think no 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 say no say no say no yes uh i can't can't think of a specific situation but i'm I'm sure uh it Mm. happened to me like someone saying to you do you want to hold my baby yeah yeah and you're saying no 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 yes yes of course why not great yeah. Okay, here's one for you. You go to the hairdressers mm-hmm. and th- they show you the mirror and they like behind your head like they all do and sa- and they say everything okay? <laughs> and you're thinking, "No, what the hell have you done to me?" But you say, "Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's great." Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks thank a you. Lot. Great job. Right. <laughs> Should I pay you and for you this? Just, yeah. And you think, let me just get out of here as quickly as possible. Okay. Should we pray? Well, uh, talking of, uh, you know, how strict we are with the minute, yours was mm. like seven minutes. So <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> I don't know. Well, luckily, we, we were both really strict. Um, okay. So we're going to do round two? Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay. Okay, this one could be interesting. What are you writing down? I'm writing the words down because I'm oh. my Homer Simpson brain is not <laughs> no. capable of remembering three. So I'm writing them down as I go along. Okay, so my three. Ooh. Hat. Mm. And police. And professor. I can tell you that I've already told a story about police on my podcast and a story called, um, I think it's called Cap or Hat on my podcast. So Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be fair to use those. I could tell a story. Okay, Professor. It's 20, it's 2006, 2006. And I'm 19 years old 
and I've just graduated from high school, a technical high school. So I studied electricity <laughs> and I don't know what to do with my life. I have really no idea what to study, if I should go to work, um, should find a job, I don't know. So I decide to please my parents, my dad, especially my dad, to go to university because this is what you do, you know, if you want a job, uh, even back in 2006, you should go to university. And uh, I choose the most difficult university course in Italy, which is energy engineering. I don't know, I don't know if, if that's even correct, but so the study engineering of energy. You study complicated stuff. So I enroll on a university course and uh, I feel clever now. I feel intelligent because I go to university, there are many people around with books. But uh, instead of listening to the professor, um, I play with my classmates. I play uh, stupid games with, with uh, you know, like um, be- uh, Battleship. Is that what it's called? Uh, I, never, I never listen to any word the professor says, especially because he's talking about, like, he's doing maths without numbers so I, I I I don't even understand why I'm here and um, after 20 days I realized that this is this is not this is not who I want to be this is not what I want to study and uh, I go to my dad and I say look I want to save your money <laughs> And uh, I'm going to I'm going to drop out. I'm going to quit university, and that's one of the best decisions that I've made in my life. Thank you. Wow. So yes, studying engineering engine. There was lots of like energy engineering, energy electronics, something like that. Sounds yeah, quite tough. Very, very much so. Yes. And out of interest, then, what did you do after that? Uh, I went to work on building sites. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. For one I suppose year. that those 20 days at university really helped as well, no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I No, really, it was, it was, I don't know, engineers, I know why they're so well paid now. Mm, yeah. Not like us. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But so just 20 days, though, because I thought 20 you know, days. maybe 20 days. Yeah, because if, if you... Really is not much. Uh, if you quit after, like, before the second month, uh, you could get the full uh, university right. fee back. So I, I just said, right. okay, you're, you're going you're gonna to get it back, Dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice to know that was the main thought about... Yeah, I forgot to, to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like 800 euros at the right. uh, Polytechnical in Milan. Which, when you're 19, seems like a lot of money, doesn't it? Yeah. It's only when you get older where you realize even like a thousand euros 
is not actually a lot of money. But when you're that age, you kind of think, oh, my God. I remember when I was 17, I think I had £3,000 in my bank account. Wow. And and I bought a car with the money I earned. I was so proud. And I thought with that £3,000, I thought I never need to work again. Like I've worked for like these first few years. I've got £3,000. <laughs> that's it. I'm happy. That's it. That, <laughs> that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Well, but, obviously, if you're still here. <laughs> yeah, just about, just about. Okay, very nice. Okay, so um, we're going for me now. Mm-hmm. Three nouns I need, yeah? You need three nouns. Um, I'm going to have to write them down again because uh, my my brain isn't capable of remembering them. Okay, I'm going to give you kitchen, dog, and condom. <laughs> right, I think I've got it. I'm not sure if I'll get to one minute, but well, let's see. That's another thing I always say to my wife as well. I'm not sure I'll make it to one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully my wife's not going to listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> so so what, what word did you choose? So I'm going for condom. Ah. So I'm in boots which is a very famous shop here in the UK. You can buy shampoo, products, women's products. You can buy snacks. You can get photos done. Anything you want, you can do it in boots. I'm walking around with my wife, my wife's mother, my two-year-old daughter, and my son, who is one month old, we're walking around and my two-year-old daughter, like usual, is being a nightmare, running around, picking things up. Her name is Lara. One of her favourite things to do is to pick something up and say, Lara want it, Lara want it. Now, I don't correct her on her grammar because if she's referring to herself in third person, that should be Lara wants it. But never mind. She picks up a toy, a doctor kit. Lara want it. No, Lara, you can't have it. Then she picks up a bottle of shampoo. Lara want it. Lara want it. No, Lara, you can't have it. Then she picks up a pack of condoms and says very loudly daddy lara want it and she's waving this pack of condoms to me remembering as well my mother-in-law is standing next to me at this point and it's never a good idea to bring condoms into the conversation when your mother-in-law is there okay These particular condoms were strawberry flavour and had pictures of strawberries on them. So my daughter continued, Lara want it, strawberries, mmm. And I said, no. When we tried to put it back, she went absolutely mental. And I just said, look, when you need those things... I will not be the person buying you them, okay? So please be quiet and let's just pretend this never happened. 
Great. Um, I think this story has got potential. <laughs> no, I think it could be it could become more meaningful. <laughs> I mean, did you did you realize something in that moment? Like, did you think, oh my god, like one day my daughter will use these things? Or I did because I did actually say to her that wasn't a joke. Like, when you need these, I won't be buying them for you. But <laughs> although, yeah, that thought i suppose comes into my head obviously i i i didn't really picture it <laughs> it's just like a passing thought and again going back to what we've just mentioned and you just throw it out and continue like it it never happened is the best thing to do i, I think see. yeah i see yeah but maybe you, you you could end this story with one day my daughter will use these things and uh, and and I won't be around her when she's doing it. <laughs> That's the thing about stories, though, is to to find your way out to try and have a decent ending is never easy. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that in 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 story worthy, I, I highly recommend this mm-hmm. book because uh, basically it tells you that every story should have a moment of change mm-hmm. or realization or transformation okay that's what a story is mm-hmm. according to the to the author you know it's right. uh, you start as a version of yourself and you um end as another version of yourself <laughs> because you've realized something or you changed your mind about something so that's uh the story arc right so. i'm just thinking about the person i am now after what happened there <laughs> i'm trying to think <laughs> How am I a new person? I, my my outlook on life is even worse now, I suppose. It's all doom well, and gloom. <laughs> so then you've changed in a way. Exactly. Negative change, but... Mm, uh, still a change. So should we do the last round, like three rounds, or should we... What do you think? I would is say... I would say... What is it? That there's no two without three something like that Mm. three is the magic number so one more round okay i'm ready okay grandparents airport and another one is wedding okay well i just i initially thought of airport but it would be the same story as the very first episode of Mm. stolaroid stories where i where i tell a story about me going to Australia, moving mm-hmm. to Australia. And uh, there's an airport involved. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell that one. Okay, wedding. I'm going to go for wedding. Okay. It's summertime. I'm at my in-laws' house, and we are eating outside with my with my girlfriend's family. There's everybody there. There's uh, um, her uncle's. Her, her dad, her grandmother, we're all there. We're having lunch outside. It's a sunny day. And I'm not married. My girlfriend is there sitting next to me. And uh, we don't want to get married. We know, we know this. It's a fact. We don't want to get married. We've been together since 2013. So it's already uh, a long time. <laughs> and... Um, so somehow I can't remember who starts talking about getting married, and I say, 
out loud, I say, well, I say to everybody, to the whole family, I say, saying that Aloha, Aloha is my partner, Aloha and I one day will get married is saying, like, it's it's bullshit. There's that moment of, like, five seconds of silence where everybody is staring at me, and the grandmother goes, well, that's not a nice thing to say. And I'm like, but but it, it's, it's true. It's true. I turn to my girlfriend and say, isn't that true? I mean, do you want to get married, I ask? And she's laughing. She's not saying yes. She's not saying no. And she's laughing. Like, she's laughing. Everybody is now attacking me. Like, they're like, well, this is not, you know, this is not... Uh, a thing to say, and I'm like, but this is this is what Aloha wants. Aloha has always told me that she will never want to get married because she doesn't believe in marriage. And we've always criticized people who get married. So, isn't that true? And she's not like she's not helping me. She's just uh, she's there laughing and having fun while the whole family is uh, is attacking me. And that day. I realized that uh, it's true. I don't want to marry this woman. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that, that took yeah. some took some balls to say something like that in front of her whole family. Yeah, but I really, I, I genuinely thought that that was like it, it's true because. We don't want to get married. Her family knows this. She, know, They know that Aloha doesn't want to get married. We've been together for 10 years. Like this year is our 10th anniversary. Mm. And nothing, I mean, we are, we are the most, you know, we are, we're happy. Not the most, but we're happy. <laughs> not, the, not the happiest couple in the world, sure. No, but happy. <laughs> no, you know, we're happy. Uh, we live together. We bought an apartment. So everything is, is, is going well. Uh, but when I when I said that, I thought she's gonna confirm this. No, she didn't. <laughs> she left you out to dry, as we say. Mm. I though my rule is avoid swear words with in-laws. So I would never have said the word bullshit. I mm. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be brave, especially you. I think you mentioned grandparents were there. Mm. As a rule. Mm. avoid swear yeah. words with grandparents around <laughs> yeah every day is a school day right it, exactly <laughs> sure they they can use them but i'm too scared to do that but don't you think that in english maybe in italian we use you know i say i said uh, una cazzata i said okay oh, right. which is bullshit yeah um maybe in english i don't know swear words are considered it, I had the opposite once, actually. I said in English the, the word dickhead and mm. is quite a common thing to say between friends. Like, oh, don't be a dickhead. And I used the Italian version of that to a friend mm. once <laughs> and it's quite a lot stronger in Italian yeah. and he was quite offended. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, it wasn't, I would be. it wasn't to any grandparents because, yeah, in my mind, it was just the same. It was like, oh, don't be a dickhead. But that day I was when I learned you don't, there's, 
swear words are difficult to understand the the meaning like what it really means it's difficult to understand unless you maybe come from that place and you grow up with it mm. because it mm. it's not a direct translation you can't think this word in english is the same in italian because yeah. maybe in italian it's stronger and you don't know which is what i found out that day um but yes very nice so let's let's yeah. go f- for me because then <laughs> i also need to go um, okay so okay. Ra- round three okay round three i'm gonna give you coffee mm. uh tv and uh porn movie actually got two stories of porn movie so i'm 16 years old and now <laughs> yeah i i i've got two children i'm 16 years old <laughs> uh sorry so yeah i ruined the beginning no let's say yeah it's just i'm i'm using your technique here fabio yeah of, yeah yeah go go yeah yeah it's good it's good yeah you're making fun of me now for using your technique <laughs> i'm trying to improve as a person and you're bringing me down uh okay so i'm 16 years old it's saturday night and my friend has a free house so no parents and he calls me and says do you want to come to my house i've got a free house of course so i take the bus round to his house but in my bag i have something special i have a blue movie as they are known a porno which I think was my brother's because we're talking here 2001. So the internet existed, but it wasn't so easy to get hold of these things and download times. So to have one of these blue movies was a treat. So I go round to my friend's house and I tell him, I've got a blue movie in my bag. So being 16, we haven't really seen any of these things much before. As I said, it wasn't so easy to see back then. So we said, right, let's watch this. Thinking back, a little bit strange watching something like that with my male friend. But anyway, we put it on. And my friend actually says to me, let's do like a fire drill if my parents come home so we know what to do. They're not due back for another few hours, but you never know. So let's let's see what we need to do. So I take the DVD out. I go upstairs and you change the channel of the TV. Everything was fine. We were prepared. We put on the blue movie about 15 minutes later, maybe less. We hear the door open. His parents have unexpectedly come home. My friend jumps across the room to take out the DVD and sprints up the stairs. Boom, 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 boom. His parents come in and find me. I've quickly tried to change the channel and his dad says to me, where's Lee gone? Lee, my friend. And I say, he's just gone, he's just gone to the toilet. 
and his dad says he was running very fast up those stairs to go to the toilet i say he really needed to go (laughs) a few seconds later my friend comes down the stairs and his dad says to him what have you been doing my friend says i just went to the toilet and his dad i think knew something was going on and said I didn't hear the chain flush of the toilet. Hmm. My friend panics at this point and says, I forgot to flush the chain. But if you want, you can go and look in the toilet and you can see my urine. (laughs) His dad refuses this offer. And we all then sit down, but everyone knows something is going on. So we're watching the TV now remember my job was to change the channel and his dad says what's this you're watching and only at this point I realize we're watching a program about gardening and my friend says oh it's just a gardening tv program (laughs) and his dad says I never knew you two liked gardening (laughs) my friend still was trying to fight it and said yeah no i i i quite like it now and his dad again knew he had us at this point and said it is a bit strange isn't it to find two 16 year old boys on a saturday night watching a tv program about gardening my friend continued no we we really like it and then luckily his dad decided to put us out of our misery and said, look, come on, I'm not stupid. Where's the blue movie? My friend then put his head down, knew he was defeated at this point. I was laughing, I must admit. I always had my hand kind of over my face to try to hide it, but I was laughing. My friend was devastated on the ground at this point that his parents had just caught us watching a porno. But then just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, his mum says, Oh, don't worry, Lee. Me and your dad always watch pornos together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he must have committed suicide after that. Yeah. And thinking about that, I actually told that story at his wedding when he got married because I, in England... We, this is the point when you have like a best man and they tell stories, embarrassing stories. And I told that story actually. And his mum and dad were obviously at the wedding and luckily found it very entertaining. Yeah, I found it entertaining. I, at some point, I thought you, you, you were going to say, Come on, I know, let's watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, luckily, did, didn't. Yeah. that would have been really weird. Yeah. All right, Martin, thank you for, uh, thank you for, I mean, it's it's been great. But, okay, um, uh, see you around then. Absolutely. Thanks as always, Fabio. It's been great sharing stories with you and we'll wait another <laughs> 275 days till the next time. Okay, so that was me and Fabio talking having our story off. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember to check out Fabio and his Stolaroid podcast. The links 
to that will be in the show notes to this episode. So go to rockandrollenglish.com podcast episodes, click this and the links to Fabio's stuff will be there. So here we are for this week's jungle listening. Okay. When I told the story of watching the porn movie with my friend, Corporal Coma, Fabio said, I thought you were going to say you watched it with his parents. To which I responded this. See if you can understand every word I say. Ready? Here we go. That would have been really weird. Did you understand that? Here it is another three times. That would have been really weird. That would have been really weird. That would have been really weird. So what I actually say is that would have been really weird. That's the greenhouse version. Remember, if you hear it in the greenhouse version, all of the words are separated. This is what you hear from an online dictionary. But spoken really fast, it sounds like this. That would have been really weird. So let's slow this down, okay? So we can really understand what movements your mouth needs to make and your ears need to look out for when someone says this. Okay, here is the slowed down version. That would have been really weird. So notice there is no T in that at the end. I don't say that, I say that. And then would have been becomes would have been. That would have been. So it becomes that would have been. That would have been. So say it slowly with me. That would have been. That would have been. And now let's go fast. That would have been. That would have been. Now I say and then I will pause and you say it fast. That would have been. You. That would have been. That would have been. Now, this is just a very small percentage of the things I will do in my new online course where you will transcribe jungle listening. So if you are interested in that, it will probably be now starting in more or less a month's time. Then please send me a message and join the waiting list. Okay, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks a lot for listening. I will talk to you very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.